Hello. Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita. You may know me as Bible Study Girl and the voice that you first heard when this podcast began was the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. What's good, people? It is I, Bible Study Brother, but I am also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime, and this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. Great matter, the soundtrack to this lovely podcast is out now uh, with appearances from BSG, Bible Study Mama, and a couple others. So, go listen to the album, have you a good soundtrack for your summer, or just for your worship experience in general. Thanks, brother. I just wanted to be known Bible Study Brother is my actual brother. I'm not just calling him that because he's my brother in Christ. We have the same mother and for all intents and purposes, grew up in the household with the same father. But that's another story for another day. I wanted to get right into the meat of chapter two of Boundaries. Bible Study Brother and I are journeying through the book Boundaries that was written by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Hopefully you've had a chance to listen to our overall recap of the book and chapter one in our previous podcast. But if not, please go back, take a listen. I think it will give you some good groundwork and give you some good insight. I will say that the book has already been challenging me. I shared that last podcast episode that chapter one really was a revelation of the way that I allow myself to live a boundaryless life. And the fruit of that is seen um, just with the stress and anxiety I deal with. I think it's easy for me to forget and get caught up in doing everyday life, which is why I love to go back and review things that I've already read, especially things that have been impactful and helpful. And so Bible study and brother and I decided to walk through the book of boundaries together. And I'm excited to hear uh, the things that stood out for him when he was reading chapter two. And I'll just make it clear. We're not going to go through and explain the book bit by bit, piece by piece. We're going to kind of pull from the chapters, the things that were impactful for us and how we're using those tools that we learn to change our lives. And I think as the book progresses, we'll have an opportunity to share with you guys maybe some changes that we've made in our current lives and maybe things that we see that are not as they need to be, that we're willing to work on. It's a journey. I shared in the last podcast that we, well, in the previous podcast, that the first time I went through this boundaries book, I stopped halfway through (laughs) because I saw too much of myself. I saw too many areas that I needed to refine. It was overwhelming. So this is not a light read. It's not an easy read. Unless you are someone who's not into being introspective. If you don't look at yourself and look at your life, this might be an easy read for you because you'll be able to point out what's wrong with everyone else, which is the exact opposite of what the book is about. (laughs) The book is about introspection. The book is about evaluating the boundaries that you have in life, whether they're appropriate or not. And so we're going to dive right into chapter two. Chapter two is entitled... 
Let me make sure I'm getting the, I have a lot of books going on over here and a lot of notes, guys. So thank you for your patience. I am a sticky note kind of person. But then the sticky notes got to be too much. So then I was like, okay, I can just highlight so I can see it. Ooh, quick, fast when I'm flipping. <laughs> Um, I also have like written notes that's just for my personal growth and development. So anyway, so chapter two is entitled, what does a boundary look like? Fun times. Would you agree? Bible study, brother? I definitely agree. Um, I wanted to clarify one thing you said just to make sure they uh, understand that there's an invitation in this. So this is uh, technically the Bible study book club series or Bob study girl book, BSG book club. And, and uh, we want you guys to, you know, step out and, and actually read these books and things with us. That's the only reason we're not going through like the entire chapter, uh, because we don't necessarily want it to, to give you uh, a skewed view that's coming from where our boundaries lie or where we need to have our boundaries. Uh, we're inviting you guys to kind of be, um, along for the ride and what was the question you asked for me because i had that uh producing note and completely got lost because i'm old what i said to you is chapter two was a wild ride for me how about you oh no 100 percent. it was a crazy wild ride it was a wild ride with a map and <laughs> like it basically was showing you like when you walk into a mall and you remember the little kiosk things and be like you are here or wherever right. and it's just like i was like oh I am here <laughs> and like <laughs> what that's the store that's in you know that's in my personality or this is like right down the road or man I ain't never even walked into that store I never knew that was here and wild ride man <laughs> okay so I think one important thing the chapter does is it breaks down what you are responsible for mm-hmm Versus what other people are responsible for. And I love the analogy it uses about how we're all built for community, right? We're supposed to be in relationship with one another. But in the community, everybody has their own house, right? Mm -hmm. You have your own yard that you need to take care of. You're not responsible for your neighbor's yard. Um, does it mean your neighbors can't come over? No, of course. We're in community. You want your neighbors to come over, but there are clear lines. There are clear boundaries. This is mine. This is what I'm responsible for. I can visit you. You know, we can have a good time. We can fellowship, but I'm very sure. And I know what belongs to me in this neighborhood. And so I love that because it makes it easier to understand and not such a foreign concept and also not it's not walls i'm not keeping people out right i am just exercising ownership ownership of what's mine and then the reality that everything in the world is not mine i'm not responsible for everything and everybody i have distinct that is one analogy that I love about this chapter because it's really from some of the weight and the burden I feel be everything uh so one of our internets is is uh playing uh defense uh because I thought we was playing the freeze game for a second <laughs> so if she pauses anything like that we apologize um 
But yeah, go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You were finished. Okay, Sorry, do you think I'm back? Can you yeah, hear me clearly? Back. It's yeah. me. Um, so he does a good job of establishing like just a very general analogy to help you kind of understand, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't interact with other people or help other people or be involved in with other people's lives, but you do have a distinct responsibility to your property and the things that are within your property. Yeah. The biggest thing I took from it, um, and this is just me being open and honest, is the first example that they use is um, two parents come in and they're talking about their son, Bill. And they're saying that Bill has this problem. They are doing all of these things for Bill. They are, you know, they make sure that he can uh, have money. He needs to go and get this job. He's like, basically, simply they're, they're the safety net of all safety nets. And wondering why Bill won't, you know, be successful given how tight the safety net is. Um, to which the therapist then explains to them, well, you know, Bill does not have a problem. You do. Because you are taking on all of his problems, you are taking on everything, and therefore he has no uh, problems or consequences that will allow him to even grow to the places that you would like for him to grow because you're not allowing him to fall. And what was even more illuminating uh, is what you were talking about with the grass. From his perspective, because you're taking care of his grass, he does not see that it's, you know, your grass is brown. His grass is green because you've kept it green. And in a moment of transparency for y'all, you know, I was Bill. You know, my sister and my mom were literally the the scariest safety nets of ever. Um, And in a lot of different ways, I allowed my own fear of, you know, well, you know, they tell me this, my talents, you know, like I, I was the terrible servant who just would allow my own fear and choices to not allow me to multiply my talents because I just listened to what was being set up for me. Like, well, yeah, that is safe. And even if I was like, not always going to, what was asked of me because like it wasn't for me like god was real strong in me in regards to this is not what i asked you to do but i was not unfearful enough to walk out into that i was not uh courageous enough i should say unfearful (laughs) Uh, i was courageous enough to do what i needed to do um and allow fear to kind of put me in a place where of course, somebody else's expectations or keeping me safe was going to be what I lean to because I'm so afraid of consequences. I'm so afraid of failing and therefore then disappointing everything around me. How can I set a boundary when it's just going to hurt people? And uh, through this chapter, I like revisit our big fight and everything else and know that that was like the epitome of the worst of the boundaries that we've ever had um, on everything whether it's communication aspects, whether it's love, whether it's, hey, the reason people can always be in your sauce or whatever it is you want to do is because you're allowing them to and you're allowing yourself to be in a place uh, where you're not trying. Like, and if you're not trying and this is your situation, I mean, you, like wherever you go, like if you go to a hotel 
like, yeah, they clean your sheets and stuff for you. But if you mess up that room, you got to pay for whatever you messed up in that room. And they're not, like, liable for those things. And so I just learned a lot about myself in this little roadmap. It was, it was a rough chapter. It was an interesting chapter for me. Like I said, it, it um, you know, I said fun sarcastically. But there are lots of areas where I see a breakdown. And I think 100% the biggest fight we ever had was based in very poor boundaries, period. And yeah, very poor boundaries, inappropriate boundaries. He talks in this chapter too, like I told you the analogy about the house, you're responsible for your house, period. That's what's in your control. I can't control what goes on in my neighbor's house. I really can't. I could go and cut their grass every day, but you know what that's going to do? It's going to wear me out because I'm trying to take care of their stuff and my stuff. And like you said, with the analogy of the parents that did everything for their child and then wondered why they were stressed out and their child was not. Well, you've taken on a lot of responsibility. So one thing he, they, I'm talking, he is two men, but one thing they hit on in this chapter that I do want to talk about, and we'll, I'll ask you questions about is they go to Galatians. They go to Galatians chapter six, verse two, chapter six, verse Galatians six, two says that we're supposed to carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. They use that to illustrate the fact that, yes, we are responsible to one another, right? We have a responsibility to help our brothers and sisters in Christ when they're in need. Then he goes to Galatians 6, 5, and it, it says that each one should carry their own load, which if you think about it, kind of sounds contradictory because wait, in that first verse, you told me that we're supposed to be responsible to one another. But then in Galatians 6, 5, you tell me that everyone should carry their own load. So they break down the Greek meaning of both words in the verses. And in Galatians 6, 2, the word for burden is excess burdens, those things that are too much for us. And they uh, make an analogy and say those things in Galatians 6 2 are like boulders. Those are the things that are too heavy for us to carry in life. Those unexpected tragedies and events that pop up and crop up and cause us to not be able to function right. I'll give a personal example. For me, one of my boulders, one of the things that was holding me down was my depression. And I was not really willing to let somebody else help me because I felt like that was something I needed to carry alone, right? I let a lot of pride and things keep me from really wanting to accept help from other people to deal with a big burden. That's not something I'm supposed to carry alone. I need help, right? So in Galatians 6, 5, the word load um, means like cargo, those daily things that we take on. And they use the analogy of a knapsack for the loads, right? So Galatians 6, 5 says that everybody has to carry their own load. Everybody has to carry their daily responsibilities, whatever that is. Doesn't mean those things are necessarily super easy to take care of. They're going to take effort, 
But guess what? You can do it. Everybody is responsible for their own load. So I love the analogy of the boulder, those heavy things that we need help in community to handle. And then that knapsack, that daily load that we're responsible to carry. I think they do a beautiful job of explaining that in further detail in the book, which is why you should get it. So um, even if you wanted a something that I guess would be more simple for people, even simpler than that. So when you are lifting weights, uh, if you're doing the bench press, like you're doing a bench press, so you are laying down, you are lifting a weight over you. What happens when you have a spotter is one for safety and protection when you are lifting something that you don't know if you're going to be able to lift all the way. Right. But the role of a spotter in a lot of ways is not just lifting that weight up uh, when you don't think you can get it. A lot of times it's just reassuring a safety as you're lifting those things up because you can be lifting that weight. Somebody can put their hands under there and they're just encouraging you. Come on, come on. And you're able to lift it up and re-rack it. And sometimes you feel like they was helping you and they did nothing or touched it at all. Um, And it's just, that's the way in which we have to work with each other. It's like when you're a spotter, when you're somebody that's lifting a burden, you got to know basically how much can they lift? How much are they lifting? If you don't know that or try and get information on that, then you're just going to end up kind of hurting yourself or whatever because, or hurting them because then you're lifting up something that was meant to grow them and kind of strengthen them. That they were lifting, but they just needed a reminder or encouragement that they had it all along. So to me, honestly, that goes more to the daily load, the knapsack, like I was saying. It requires effort to do. It's not saying that you can't do it. Occasionally, like you said, you may need encouragement to get through those daily things you need to take care of, but it's your responsibility is going to strengthen you in the end. So I think that is a good analogy for one of those daily load kind of things. So my question for you, I shared mine. When have you acted as if your boulders are your daily load and refused help? Um, in regards to my own depression and stuff, you know, I, I, I rarely let people really in on that um, and dealing with that because it just feels like, and especially like, I mean, through our interaction when we were younger, I kind of felt like if I said something, it felt like I was just complaining or it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't this or it wasn't that. So then it was like, well, what am I supposed to, like, I just felt like mostly with the women in my life, uh, not because I didn't have a lot of male figures to be like, hey, I'm having a rough day. Or if I went to them, you know, they gave male responses, which is, all right, champ, you're all right, get over it. Um, mm-hmm. So then I ended up in a place where it's like, I'm not giving it to God like I should be and trusting him. I'm now end up in a position where I don't feel where I just like act like I'm just supposed to pick up and be all right. You know, the weight could be burning and hurting my back. But what's the point in saying something about it? Uh, we were talking, uh, I think, off air last week, and I told you I was having a rough day um, with dealing with stuff about Tamika, and I just didn't want to say nothing to you because I didn't want to bother or burden you with, with like thinking about what I'm thinking about, and then therefore, who am I talking to? Nobody, you know. And mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of times it's hard to kind of like seek help on those things because sometimes it's like I don't want my life to be a burden on somebody. I just don't. Like, I don't try to do stuff for people that's going to cause me a burden and I don't want people doing it, doing that to me. Um, so, you know, that that's one of my big difficulties is I think expressing when I actually need help, especially now, it's harder, like, especially financial stuff. Like, financial stuff, I about lose my head because there's so much, um, you know, and I answered one of the questions on the, on the sheet somewhere about help or, or, or who's a good example or something like that. And, you know, for me, all, all of the people that are good examples are the people that I would ask and I don't want to ask anymore. I don't know that I can ask anymore. It feels that way sometimes. And I feel when I ask that I'm doing a disservice or I'm doing something wrong or I'm hurting somebody's feelings or I'm breaking somebody's boundaries or I'm like, so I just don't ask. Okay. Good to know and to put into perspective for yourself. Um, okay, let me ask you this question. So when have you acted as if your daily load is a boulder that you shouldn't have to carry? Um, I said this earlier in the podcast. I, for years, acted like my immaturity was y'all's fault. And if I want to be mature, if I want to break out, I break out. You know, if it made y'all feel some type of way that I was trying to do better or figure myself out or, you know, really set myself up for stuff for me, fine. You know, it's not like I would have tried to do that in a, in a mean way, but I just blamed the safety net for being safe. I blame the safety net for, um, you know, trying to do, trying to lead me in the safe way. Like, if you're trying to mold me, it's not that you were trying to mold me into something that was wrong in terms of uh, goodness level or or whatever. It's just, hey, God told you to be this. Why don't you be this? And it's just like, well, because they tell you or they told me that they don't really think that that's a thing. Or I should do it this way. Like what? So specifically, like if I'm talking about music, right? Mm -hmm. So there is support, but then I would let, okay, but how are you going to do this? A question of like, well, how are you going to pay bills or how are you going to do whatever when I know that this is the purpose that I've been put here to do? And it's like, well, that's not what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it because that's what I've been asked to do. And it's like, I can pray. I'm going to pray and seek those parts, but I know that God is going to provide for me. I just need to be within the purpose of what he asked me to do. And saying so that. So you feel like. Huh? Hold on. So I just want to get clear. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Okay. I want to get clarity. So you feel like music is a daily load? Because when I'm talking daily load, I'm talking about the things that you're personally responsible for every day that are not a boulder that everybody else doesn't have to. Oh, oh, oh my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I, I read, I was getting way too deep. Apologies. Uh, the daily stuff? So, let me um, ask you the question again. Let me ask you the question again. 
Um, <laughs> when have you acted as if your daily load is a boulder that you personally shouldn't have to carry? Yeah, that one was hard. I read that all the way wrong. This is the answer that I gave, and so I can see how wrong I was. <laughs> uh, daily boulder would probably be um, your daily load, not your boulder. This is or something daily that daily load. Like, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, your daily load. Pebble, this is your the knapsack. Pebble, the pebble. This is, this is your knapsack. This is your bag full of things that aren't necessarily easy, um, but they're yours. They're your responsibilities. They're not excessive burdens oh, like depression okay. it's not on me it's not my you know like that's why I end up calling calling you if I'm having a it's not on me I did nothing like I said the words that needed to be said for the said thing that needed to happen you know and I've been working real hard on like no the same way that you can say that hey you didn't understand me somebody can also not understand you and you need to take Put that back in your knapsack and try it again. Try and communicate a different way. Oh, Lord. I'm glad you asked me that again because I was just, I, I had no clue. I was lost. I, I see, see, words were not communicated to me properly in my mind because I was like, <laughs> I, I saw boulder in there and went, well, this is my big no. boulder. And I'm like, my mom and my sister were great to me and I chose not to be better no, and do better. I, I was I was talking about your daily load. Yeah. So you feel like your music is a boulder? Um, the purpose was a boulder because during the time that I wanted to do music, um, your like you were a great guidepost to what I should have been doing, but then I just didn't run with it in a way that I should have been running with it. Um, you know, and it's simple as okay. Uh, why do you cuss in your music? You say to me or whatever. Like there are other words that you can use. And spiritually, that lit me up so much at the time. Not that I really knew that, but what it was saying was, you know, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Like, and why are you right. saying these things that you don't believe in, that you don't want to be the case, that you don't want involved in your life? Hey, speak life in this music and give others the life uh, or give others life in what it is that you're doing. And I promise that it is going to be purposefully driven for you. Do that with me. You know, because at the time, because you were the guidepost, uh, you and Kane were the guidepost in terms of what you said, like Kane for me at the time was my muse for that. And so it was a boulder for me because there was I'm putting everything else in the responsibility or in the personage of others. You know, well, I got to make sure my sister doesn't feel bad or whatever when I'm making these songs. I got to make sure. uh Kanae's little brother doesn't hear this and be influenced by, you know, whatever, because what she's telling me, I got to do all of these different things. And it was a boulder because the purpose and the responsibility of it in terms of what I was supposed to be doing with it and what, especially what I'm doing now should have been what I was doing all along. And uh, fear of someone's misunderstanding of that or thinking that this is something that's viable for her uh, uh, life living and everything else was was hard. I'm going to disagree with you on your music being a boulder. You know why? Uh -huh. Because it's part of your purpose. And that's part of the thing that's in your control. I would say probably your fear and anxiety did overwhelm you. But when we talk about boulders and that stuff from Galatians 6 two, those are mm -hmm. things like to me, like 
depression. Our family is hit by a bus. You need help from the community. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like so those is, things. Okay. So for me, okay. So walking through like the different forms of boundaries, I was, for me, in terms of the roadmap, I was like, okay, I can see where this would have been a boulder for me in this area, in this area, in this area. Um, outside of the music, I'm more so speaking to my immaturity. Because the immaturity okay. in and of itself was what kept me from doing the things. And then right. I'm blaming y'all for not lifting. And, and it's still somewhat daily, but the biggest boulder in that is, like I said, that determined other uh Choices I, I was trying to make. If that, right. And that's a better, like, simplification of it. It's not the music itself. It's the immaturity of what to do with the decisions of this purpose. And it's not your purpose. It's not Kanae's <laughs> purpose. It's my purpose. And right. I have to do what I'm told to do and stop blaming you or others for my immaturity and knowing that. And knowing okay. that it's not always going to make sense to other people. And, like... That's a boulder because when you're step or for me in, in regards to that, stepping out in the purpose is such a weighty thing, especially in younger ages where it's kind of like basically step out here and you're not stepping out alone. You're walking with God, but that does not feel like you're walking with somebody when you're immature. I understand even when sense. you are more mature, like I'm not a babe in Christ, but in a lot of ways, I do act like a babe in Christ. I think what you're saying, though, gives us a perfect segue into what is within my boundaries, what is within my property. Yeah. I in control of. So I'm going to go through the things that are personally within our boundaries. These are the things that would be considered part of our daily load they're part of our knapsack these are the things that we personally are responsible for right mm -hmm. we live in this community there are other houses on the property we interact with other people but these are the things that live at our address and that we are personally responsible for so we're personally responsible for our feelings our attitudes and beliefs our behaviors our choices our values our limits our resources and gifts that goes into your music, our thoughts, all those things that are within our knapsack, our desires, and our ability to receive love. So like I said, this chapter was really, really good for me. And it gave me a chance to really think about the things that are within my control. And that list of things are all things that are within my control. Those are things that live at my address. Those are things that I am responsible for. And I'm responsible to be a good steward of all those things. I'm responsible for having a gate at my house to let those bad things that are at my address. I have a responsibility to open the fence and let those things out. But I also have a responsibility to open my fence and let good things in, right? Good right. values, good thoughts, good limits, good love, good... That's, that's my responsibility to be a good steward. That come in and out and that's what a boundary is that's what a boundary looks like and as you can tell from our discussion at times uh we don't know what to do yeah. we don't know how to categorize and at times it. we don't even know what what's going on as you all can see by my confusion because <laughs> like i'm like boulders and it's talking about my daily stuff and i like but that's but that's finding your boundaries it's, it's such a it, it's such a formulaic thing but it's also very difficult because it's different 
for everybody. It is. It's a different mindset. And it's having to have a different mindset. And really, and that is why we're going through this week by week. Usually we record a couple of podcasts at a time. But this is like a, you really have to think. You need the time to study the material. Mm-hmm. Really think about it and apply it to your life. While it's nice that we're sharing it with you guys, I think it's important for me personally to get as much as I can out of it. And I want you to read the book for yourself. Come to your own conclusions about uh, what a boundary looks like. Like what what is healthy, what is good for me, and what's not good for me. I hope today's discussion has been fruitful for you guys. Oh, I think. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I almost forgot because there was a part in there, and I cannot remember the part. But I got to laughing because it just made me think. So there's the song on my album called "They Say," where <laughs> I'm expressing a boundary. And the boundary that I'm expressing is, hey, I love you in Christ, but don't try me or don't try the people around me. Um, and I forget what part of the what part of that chapter it was. I'm I'll, I'll bring it to y'all next time to, to like be like, look at this page specifically, and then listen to my <laughs> song, and you'll just feel like, oh. But you know, it it, it was really fun. I, I wish I would remember it, so because it's it was just funny to me. I'm excited to see where this discussion takes us and to see the personal growth that we have. I'm also excited to hear from you guys to see how these discussions are helping you, impacting you. If they're not, I'd like to know that too. Um, I'm excited to get to do this work. It is a privilege to do what God said you to do. And I'm thankful that he's given me the, to do what he called me to do, to use my talents, my gifts, my resources, and not... Not bury them in the sand, but to put them out there in the open. So thank you guys for being patient. Thank you for riding with us. It's really important, and I'm very grateful for it. I do not take it for granted. There are 8 million podcasts in the world, but you guys take time out every week to listen to us, and I am grateful. I'm appreciative. Uh, And if you want to hit us up on the socials, the links are all down in the description. But most importantly... Um, using any of those um, will get you right to us. Um, if you need prayer, if you want to come on uh, the show, we do all of our prayers anonymous, anonymously, just so you know, we don't uh, expose to the world what you're asking for us to pray for. And guess wise, we are looking for more of you um, to talk about your walk in faith. Um, showing that we do all have differences will illuminate the purpose of others So that way they can continue growing and uh, glorifying the kingdom of of heaven because we all have a part to play in that. And that is the part that we play is helping be a beacon for those um, to see the differences that that exist and how those differences are uh, enhancements to us, not detachments. Um, So remember, guys, it is not I or you that preach, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.